Hola, and welcome to Word to Your Mama Relatives. Relatives is a podcast within a podcast. Relatives explores the true story of how a first-generation Mexican girl, that's me, Ritz P, and a black girl, that's Naisha, meet in South Bay San Diego and become relatives. We discuss black and brown unity, hip-hop, overcoming trauma, crazy movie-type moments, navigating this life, and so much more. Black and brown nudity, por vida. Relatives episodes come out once a month. That's right. We are finally back with the brand new Relatives. It's been a minute. This is Relatives 27. And because we recorded this during what is known as Hispanic Heritage Month, we get into it. That I don't like using the word Hispanic. And then I, you know, wanted to look into it and be informed and break down the difference between Hispanic and Latino, Latine, Latinx in my opinion. And then I also talk about how I was gone for two weeks in Medellin, Colombia for the Futurista event that was put on by Hola Metaverso and the University of Medellin and how I went from there, boom, to NYC to present at the United Nations and how crazy that is. And then I go into that whole story. That's a thing. And then we talk about how uh, in episode 132, Relatives 26, we discuss how I met Aida Rodriguez and how she saw what we were posting about her and talking about the release of her book, her memoir, Legitimate Kid, a memoir, coming out October 17th. And then we answer a question about growing up in by Imperial Beach, South, South Bay, San Diego. And uh, the devastating news that the Supernatural Bear is retiring from Word to Your Mama. Yes, I make the announcement. Uh, I made it on my solo episode, but I make it officially to his tia Naisha, my relative. And that it's just time, right? And if you have any questions, comments, we're going to be recording a special farewell retirement episode that will be dropping on October 16th. So please send those in. And then, uh, yeah, so we get into all that good stuff. And then after that will be the Supernatural Bear Corner, the final Supernatural Bear Corner of a relative's episode. So check that out. And then after that, an outro. Yeah. So let's get into it. Hola, welcome back. This is the first This is the first relatives. This is relatives 27. This is the first relatives that we had since I took the first real real break ever. So Okay. We're coming back. We're coming back. And a lot of things to cover. But let me start off with this. Okay, I'm I'm here for it. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. For sure. We are, sure. this is being recorded. This will come out in a couple of weeks. So within the span of Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah, so Hispanic Heritage Month is between September 15th and October 15th, right? And I wanted to bring it up. I'm sorry? I think that's always weird. Like, just do a whole month. A month. Just do a month. Don't do right. spread it between two months. Yeah, true. Sure. And so I wanted to bring it up because we are in Hispanic Heritage Month and also because I hate the word Hispanic. Oh, do you? Yeah, totally. Oh, this is good to know. I don't use because... it. A lot of us don't okay. use it. Okay. 
And then hmm. I was like, Let, let's talk about it. Let's start off this oh, episode. Really? Let's talk about it, right? For sure. Okay. I'm here so, for this. What I wanted to say was, let's. I was like, let let me be informed and let me not just talk out my ass. So Hispanic means a person with ancestry from a country whose primary language is Spanish. Okay, hmm. and then Latino is someone with, you know, ancestry from a country who like from that their language is a, a Latin language, right? But it doesn't include mm-hmm. Spain. Like, it doesn't include Spain. I was going to just say, what about Spain? And I was talking about this this morning. So crazy. Because I was like, yeah, you know, the people from Spain, they're not claiming that. They're claiming European and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, like, you could be, yeah. his, his, people from Spain, they could be Hispanic, but they're not Latino. Latine, Latinx. Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's gotcha. what it is. So Hispanic includes Spain. But it doesn't not it does not include Brazil because Brazil they speak Portuguese, right? Portuguese. But Latino yeah. it includes Brazil, but it does not include Spain, and I like that. <laughs> okay, so we keep it like that. Clarities, clarities. You know what I'm saying? But Hispanic Heritage Month includes us all, and there's visibility that people can Even reach out from Spain. Yes, Even that's from- yes, which ridiculous, but. It is what it is. Because they don't claim it. So it's like, you saying it's ridiculous. Why? It's ridiculous because now that it's in vogue to be Latino, Latine, da, 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 especially in the music industry, it's like mm-hmm. Rosalia, like she's great, but she's Spanish. You, How you winning Latin American music Grammys, you know, prizes and stuff. You're not Latina. You know, mm. you're not Latina. So, so Latinas, Latinx, um, and let's clarify Latinx. That's just across the board, Latin people. Yeah, but that's not including Spain. And, and Latinx, right, right. some people don't like it. Some people like Latine. Like, so when I first started the podcast, I had Latina. And then I went to Latinx, not because I use it, but because it's, at the time, the, my understanding was it was more inclusive. And now mm-hmm. people use Latine. So now I just say Latinx, Latine, whatever you want to. We're a part of the same crew. Like, right. You know, right. I'm inclusive. It depends on who's writing it or what, you know, it's confusing. A little, especially if you're not that. Right. Just kind of like everything else is confusing. Um, What's your gender and what's pronoun and. You know, it, it's a lot going on, but I like this, this, um, explanation because I was even confused and I'm like, oh, Hispanic, uh, Latino, Latino. I didn't know either. Yeah. So, so. that's why I like, if I'm going to, uh, you know, I say I'm Latina, right. It's easier for me because I identify as a woman, you know, it's for me, it's no. that. So I, I say Latina, but when I'm talking in general terms, I say Latinx, Latinx, because I want to be inclusive. Because if you want to be, as you identify, you're like, I I roll hard and I go with Latinx. Sure, I don't want to exclude you. If you say, oh, I I don't use that, I use Latinx. Like, I want it to be inclusive, right? Like, so that's why I use it like that. But Hispanic, like, I'm all, and and like, to keep it 1,000, if you use his, if you're of a certain age and you use Hispanic, that usually tells me a lot. That usually tells me a lot. Like you're real conservative. Well, like age, 
Like if you're real, if you say Hispanic and you use it and you identify as Hispanic, then I feel like it's telling me you're maybe a little bit more conservative on the conservative side. Mm. And I've had these conversations. I was like, I don't know. It's kind of a red flag sometimes, right? When you're like actively using Hispanic. Um, Yeah. I am not conservative, so I need to stop using Hispanic because we don't like it. I mean, I'm getting schooled right here. So yeah, this is news. So that's why for me personally, and a lot of people in my tribe that are of, you know, Latinx, Latina, whatever. Nah, we don't roll with Hispanic at all. Period. Yeah. At all. Gotcha. So, um, okay. So I wanted to get that out of the way. And I guess it's also just a little snippet. Like people are always like, oh, what is it? Black, African-American? Me personally, I just say, uh, I like black. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind black, but you know, Caucasians are scared to say black. So <laughs> they try to be safe and say African-American and then they get all like, someone goes off on them because they're like, I'm not African-American, I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> they can't win they, can't, <laughs> they win. can't win but it's so situational and it's a personal preference so you know you need to ask these questions to people that you deal with point blank period exactly right it's like like how do you want to be identified excuse me is that easy is that easy that like easy. how what are your pronouns that easy it's just asking the question like do you you know if i'm not knowing i just meet someone who's black and i just say would you rather what would you prefer me to say african-american or black to identify you like it's easy like that is it's super easy you know and it's just taking the time to ask the questions now you know and yeah one thing that's happened to me in this this year is that i've had guests that are non-binary or you know they're they them so when i do my intro i've had to do it and it's no skin off of my back but i want to make sure that i don't mess up you and, represent them like they want to be. Yeah, so the intro part is the part where I record by myself, right? After the interview and when I'm when I'm editing and I say a snippet about them, my personal experience, what I think about them, about the interview. And and I give the listener, before they listen to the entire thing, a little snippet of who the person is. And so I've had to record the intro five, six times because I'll fuck up. And I'll maybe start it with they, them, and then it, and then later on I'll say, and then she or he, and I'm like, oh, so then I have to re-record or re- go back to another part of it and re-record because it's just, it's, it's like common decency. I don't know. It's just like yeah, yeah. it's courtesy, it's respect, yeah. it's all that. So yeah. you know, it, it, we we are Gen X. And I think that there's some of us that are unwilling to change, but I feel like you and I and people that are, that we call family, we, we take the time and we are like, okay, we're not perfect, but let's try. Let's. Right. You know, we're not like sticks in the mud. Like, well, in my just day. Because we're not old. We're getting older, but we're not old, which I'm like, come on people. We had our things, you know, when we were growing up. So like, let's, keep it going because that's what the world's turned into so exactly okay so the next thing is i just got back i'm still on east coast time but i just got back from two weeks being away the longest i've been away from the supernatural bear and i was in no yeah the longest the longest since he's been born 
Uh, last year I was gone for a week, and then this year I was gone for two weeks straight, but for good cause because we did for Hola Metaverso, we did an event, two day event at the University of Medellin. It was called Futurista. It was amazing. So we had to be there early to, you know, set up everything. Da, da, da. And then straight from Medellin, we, Colombia, we flew, me and three, two other women who are part of the Women of Web3 initiative that were presenting at the United Nations General Assembly 78th Science Summit, which is still crazy that I'm saying that, that we did it. And we flew directly from Colombia to New York for week-long events leading up to Thursday, this past Thursday, the 21st of September. We presented at the UN. And it was historical because it was the first time anyone was approved to present on anything Web3 and new web technologies. So we were the Mm -hmm. first. We were 100% women and 70% Latina. Okay, okay. Right. 90% <laughs> nice. of color, you know, 90% of color because we had Latina, we had Afro Latina, we had black women. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, anyways. That's dope. That's dope. Proud of you. Thank you. Applause, so, applause, so. Thank you. I love it. But what I wanted yeah. to say, and I'm not really going to post too much about it, but you're my relative, so I wanted to, to talk to you about it. Um, I sent you I sent those that I love a voicemail because I was like, everyone's asking, how did it go? How did it go? And those that saw oh. live because you could see it virtually live. So <coughs> Raka and the Supernatural Bear saw it live. Nice. And I'm running on no sleep, right? No sleep. Uh, I've spoken before. I've memorized things. But because it was coming from organizing an event, also speaking at an event to 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 New York on a red eye. It was like all this behind the scenes stuff that no one needs to know. It was a lot of draw. It was a lot of stress uh, leading up to it. So I only memorized the beginning and I only memorized the end. And I couldn't <laughs> memorize the whole thing because it was so many things happening, you know, speaking engagements prior, blah, blah, blah. But they're like, oh, you're going to have a teleprompter. And I was like, yeah, but you never oh. know. You never know yes. if you have a teleprompter. Like you say, but we might not. So I was like, I need to. So I was like, okay, I remember the beginning, I remember the end because there's stats and stuff. And, and then in the middle, I can riff because I know exactly what I'm talking about, right? But this is the United Nations. This is global. Gotta be on point. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, this is an opportunity. We don't know if we'll get invited to return. So I was like, this is very important. And I was running on like no sleep. All of us were. It was crazy. So we get there. We're unable to do a run through. So we're going to do it live with the, with the people oh. and stuff. We're going to do it live. Wow. So I'm early in the schedule. I'm one of only, I don't know, I forget, four people out of the two hours that's doing a solo thing. That's why it was extra stressful because everyone else was doing like a panel, right? They were going to be a panelist. Right. I could do that all day. But because it was the UN, we were all stressed out about it, like making sure, and we were at a certain, we had a certain time limit. So we wanted to be a, as impactful as possible. So even if you're a panelist, it was a lot of stress. You wanted to know the answers to the questions so that you weren't like freezing and da da da. So, anyways, I'm the first one to do a solo thing. I'm starting it off right. So it's like intro, and and I see that there's the the teleprompter and it's working. So then I re- <laughs> I relax a little bit. I was like, okay, but still, you never know. Blah blah blah. Plus, it's another thing when you're 
in front of the camera with the light saying that it's on and the lights and you never know. You never know. So I was like, okay. Wait, was this in front of people as well or just? It was in front of a few people because it was closed. It was a closed set. And okay, but not it, as it's being and it's being yeah and it's being transmitted worldwide globally through the United wow. Nations. So wow. the teleprompter is cued. I could see it. it. Says my name. It says the title of my talk and how they're going to introduce da, da da da. So I go. I get the mic. I'm like, thank you. Da 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 da. And then the <laughs> teleprompter is not moving. <laughs> night. I'm weak. The teleprompter is not moving. Oh man. And I'm going. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start my shit and then it's probably going to start and then they'll catch up. Right? Right, right, right. It did not night. I'm, my hands are sweating right now thinking about it. <laughs> my hands are sweating. Oh, man. So I was like, okay, if you know, if you know going in, you don't have a teleprompter, then you're like, okay, I memorize the beginning. I riff in the middle. I memorize the end. Got it. Like your brain right. knows what to do. But when you think something's going to happen and then it doesn't happen and then you're, I was sweating and I remember going, Oh, this is in my brain. I think my mouth was moving and in my brain, I was going, Holy fucking shit. This is happening on the global stage. I can't stop. I can't say anything. This is live TV. This is live. And so I was like, okay. And, and then I remember it, action <laughs> i was saying the beginning which is like a little part of it and then i was like so what happened was shout out to my homegirl michelle michelle bird she's part of she's one of the 17 women who also had a solo thing later on she said something like i saw i saw her running around like oh, she could Lord. see my panic and she started noticing. And so she told me after, she goes, I just saw that you you were kind of like not the way you were, like you usually are. And so I knew something right. was wrong. And then I looked and I saw that the teleprompter wasn't moving. So then I was, but it was already set to where all homegirl needed to do was scroll up and, and catch me and I'd be good. No, 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 right. no, no, no. So not only am I scrambling to figure out what I'm saying, the guy, the camera guy is like, move back, move back. Like to tell me where I need to stand in the light. Stand, right? right yeah, yeah. So he's telling me this, my friend's running around. Then all of a sudden night, the teleprompter, you know how you scroll a website and it goes real fast. The teleprompter yeah. started scrolling hella fast. And I'm going, oh I'm like having a inner <laughs> meltdown. I'm going, oh my God, this is the end of everything. <laughs> and I was like, holy <laughs> fucking shit. Oh, man. And I'm like, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't. <laughs> oh, I man. haven't watched the replay yet because I am kind of dreading the beginning. Yes, because you know what you're going through. So, yeah, right. So I asked the supernatural bear because he watched it live. Him and his father, you know, Rocket. Uh-huh. And I said this at another thing recently, another podcast or something. Rocket keeps it 1,000. Like, he doesn't keep it 100. He keeps it (laughs) 1,000. So when I got back late on Friday, exhausted as fuck, I was like, give it to me straight. One to five. (laughs) One to five, right? No, okay, so let me tell you the full story first. So then it's scrolling, and I'm like, my career is over. (laughs) (laughs) It just started. It's over. I was like, it's over. Like, it's over. I'm done for, right? And then... My homegirl, she doesn't know where the fuck I'm at. So she just gets it to a place. And I was like, 
bet, lock in. And then it starts going yeah. and, I, and then it starts coming back to me, right? And then I'm not in panic. I finish strong as fuck, passionate. Nice. But Naisha, because of the oh panic, God. I'm sweating. My mouth, <laughs> my mouth has no more saliva, like none oh whatsoever. The only person that really notices is Raka because he knows me. He's like, I saw yes. you struggling for that, for that <laughs> saliva. And I'm going. Do you want to support original content that supports diverse voices? Why not support Word to Your Mama? You're listening to it right now. Become a patron. Head over to patreon.com slash WTYM. There are four patron levels to choose from, including Good Looking Out, I'm Down, Hell Yeah, and Please Believe It. Benefits include patron shoutouts, exclusive patron-only content, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash WTYM to take your support to the next level. Gracias. Many of us have heard of the devastating passing of Hurricane Fiona through Puerto Rico, but not many of us know of ways, or better yet, trustworthy ways to help and contribute to those in need. Fiona a Través de los Ojos de los Niños is an NFT project featuring art made by children of the nonprofit school Flor de Loto in Ponce, Puerto Rico. Through their drawings, they've expressed their feelings and fears, which they went through the hurricane. You can help these children, their school, families, and communities by minting one of their NFTs at helppr.xyz. You can also help by sending crypto directly to their wallet listed on the website or do a donation through PayPal. The links can be found in the description. And to learn more about this initiative and how you can help, please visit helppr.xyz or via Twitter at helpprflm. I'm trying to gather any saliva in between my teeth. So then I finished strong, right? And then and then I think it was in the teleprompter. I don't remember. I remember that they were like, after you're gonna introduce such as such as such as in the panel. And I remember I did that and I was like, and coming up next, boom. And I remember I walked off and I think people were like, people that knew what was happening. What happened? I remember my homegirl Elizabeth, this amazing attorney. She hugged me and she was like, "I don't know how you did because we had to be quiet because it's a closed set, or you know if they could hear us." She goes, "I don't know how you did that. I would have freaked the fuck out. I would have." People were like, "I would have walked off. I would have frozen." Oh my! I just remember I was like, it was such a buildup, right? Like the United Nations, the United Nations, and then that happened, and then I then my homegirl helped me. I walked outside of the building, and I Uh cried. Oh my goodness. I just fucking cried. I was like, I was, I was crying because I was mad. It was like relief, but also like anger. Like, what the fuck? Because, like, dang, I had one chance. Like, I want to do good and that shit. Because Homegirl was on her phone. That's what happened. Get out of here. No, she was on her phone. Fired. 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 How'd you find out she was on her phone? You saw her her on her phone, but I thought it. Had to do like she put her phone down when it's time because she has a a phone and then she has an iPad that controls the teleprompter, right? Like she could do how fast, where it's at. Right. So I remember I went outside and I cried and then I called Raka because he's watching it live. 
right? Yeah. And I was like, he's like, I don't know what he said to me. I was just like in a... I need to hear your voice. I was like, just I like, he's it. like, no, but you finished strong. You finished strong. And I was just so upset. I was like, fuck that shit. So anyways, I went back inside and I I, I went to tell, you know, my friend who's the, the organizer. And I was like, listen, I was like, what happened to me can't happen to anybody else. Not at all. Like, not at, at all. all. Not at all. So... Please believe it. When my friend Michelle and I went to go thank Michelle, and I remember I was crying. I was like, you saved, like, I was just like, thank you so much for saving me, for seeing me that I was in a yeah. panic and figuring out what was happening. And then save, like literally fucking saving me because I was running on no sleep for two weeks. I don't know. Your brain can't function. Your brain can't function. Right. So, so then when it was her turn, you know where I was at when it was her turn? Right yeah, next to homegirl. She yeah. was here. I was. She was sitting down with the thing. I was right here. And I was looking at the teleprompter, looking at my friend, looking at the teleprompter, looking at right. homegirl. Like, <laughs> fuck that shit. No one yeah. else is going down. Like, nobody else is going down. Right? Wow. What an experience. So, yeah. So, so when I get home, right? I don't have time to think about it. Like, we're just so relieved it's over. Like, I didn't drink for two weeks because I was like, I got this event and then I got this event. Da, da, da. So I was like, I'm not drinking. But that night I drank. And um, night, I have I have video. I posted a little bit of it. But there's like a seven-minute video on my phone of me and my homegirl that organized it. We're in the uh, middle of New York in the middle of the night giving a whole TED Talk about I haven't watched the whole thing. It's hilarious. But I remember that night we were drinking. We're going from one bar to another and we are screaming. And I was going, today we spoke at the United Nations. Girl. <laughs> we were faded. People were like probably out the window. Shut the fuck up. Yes. It was the middle of the night. We were like screaming. It was a whole thing. But anyways, fun, fun, so I get memorable. home. And I tell him, one to five. Keep it real. He goes, hmm, you started at a one or a two, and you ended at a five. I was like, okay. Nice. So. Hey, you, you finished strong. You finished strong. That's what matters, and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I know I finished strong because I remember I was just felt so relieved. So good. And my last words were like, English and Spanish and I ended with gracias. Like I remember I was just like gracias. Like I was just so excited that I was done. So anyways. So anyway, so that so that was that. So I'll be posting on my socials the best part of the video, you know, the finish strong. But I I once I get it all I'll show you know select few uh you know but for the for the real for the highlight reel I'll use the what you call it. Um Okay. So so funny. Thanks for sharing that. That was good. That was. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, fuck this oh. shit. And it was like, how did it go? And I just did one voicemail and send it to everybody so that, you know, you would understand. But you know, you yeah. know what people told me? And, and, and I'll take it. They said it had to be you because it, maybe if it was someone else, they would have freaked out and walked yeah. off or thrown it all off. Like it had to be you to keep it together but figure out that, that it was sure. an issue and a problem. For sure, for sure. Like, you know. That's what's up. That you, you were the vessel. So you did what needed to be done. And I was like, okay, I'll take that. That I get that. I, I, I could see that. Like, you know, they're like, it needed to be you because you're professional. You've been in situations, you know. That, and I was like, okay, I'll take that. So I was like, all right. Um, right. Okay, so on episode 132, the last official relatives, we posted 
the one where I get jumped during the break. The one where I get jumped on the way to see Menace Society. Classic episode. People love that episode. If you haven't listened, you know, listen to it, listen to it. But the last new relatives was episode 132. And we talk about Aida Rodriguez and all that stuff like that. So I had posted videos of us talking about it and saying how tall she was and just all this stuff. And she loved it. She reposted it. What? Yeah. And what? her book that I mentioned in that story called Legitimate Kid, a memoir, it comes out October 17th. Make sure to go get it. I'll have a link in the show notes. But, you know, I hope, that? you know, the powers that be allow me to, I want to read the book and then I want to have her on the podcast. Like I want to talk to her one-on-one. Since I already talked to her and told her how much she's helped me in dealing with meeting my biological for the first time, I want to read her book. I know it's going to be fantastic. And I Mm -hmm. want to talk about it with her, you know, that the, since we both come from the same side, like, you know, meeting our bio for the first time, find out you have all these extra siblings, like all that stuff. So listen, I'll have a link to that episode. Listen to that episode. Okay, nice. So I'm looking forward to that. So. I didn't start the episode because you're showing me pictures. So now halfway in, how are you doing, Riley? <laughs> right. Here we are. You know, all these little German people in America, in the world, y'all need to stop. COVID is running rampant. Again. Again. And it got your girl. So with that being said, it, but, you know, it's not as bad as the last three times. But three times? Damn. But, you know, I work with the public. I try to be as careful as I can. But, hey, you know, right. it is what it is. And just me, as I'm always, I've always been, like, my immune system has always not been the best. Right. Born with asthma, blah, blah, blah. So, I catch everything. It seems like I catch everything. But other than that, I'm doing well. Life is good. I can't even complain, you know, working, trying to make some moves here and there. But, hey. I'm I'm good, as the kids say. I'm Gucci. Gucci. I'm Gucci. Um, okay. Not really much to report on my side. Just been working, laying low, and, you know, trying to get some things done. That's about it. Nice. Okay. So let's get into this question from um, oh. Melissa. Okay, Melissa. Let's go. Checking Noshita. You know her. We know her. Yes. She's Mexican, fluent in Japanese. We met her in Japan, which is amazing. And so she asked, if you haven't recorded yet, just wondering if you could shout out IB, stands for Imperial Beach in San Diego, right right next to the border, and talk about your experience growing up in the town. Okay, cool. So you want to start? You want me to start? You start. Okay. For me... I didn't move to IB until, hmm, I would say ninth grade. Right. I moved in ninth grade. That's when I met you. So looking back on it now, it was amazing. And that's because culturally and culturally across the board, it was amazing for me because I moved from a predominantly black neighborhood mm. to Mexican neighborhood. Mexican and Filipino, actually. Keep it right? real. Keep it real. Yeah. Mexican <laughs> and Filipino. Um, 
it's just hard to say Mexican and Filipino because I feel like all of San Diego is Mexican. <laughs> it's not like, uh, you know, but it's kind of white too. But this particular area, yeah, for sure. Mexican. Um, and I, I just loved it. And it was funny. This happened just the other day. I was talking to someone and I was like, you know, I really loved going to all of my, my friends' houses uh-huh. because I'm black. I know what happens at my house <laughs> and nothing was really going on. Right. You know, I at the time I did not feel like I had culture. Mm. And honestly we did, but we just didn't know at the time. Like I feel like, Mexican or Asian, Filipino or whatever other cultures did because it was visual. Mm. Like I could go to your house and I could see like, I'm just going to go to food. I could see like beans and rice and I could see like, you know, these different things and even how your mom treated you and the different things that happened in a Mexican household. And you were not only my, my only, you were not my only Mexican friend. Like, when I was in private school leading up to ninth grade, everybody was Mexican. I went to school in the barrio, you know, so I would love to go to people's house, even if it was for 30 minutes after school, because, you know, these Mexican moms are it, you know, they're, they're it. They're cooking, they're cleaning, they have two jobs, they, and they're cooking good. Like, they're not just, like, cooking. Right. They're not making peanut butter and jelly nah. at my, like, at my. So I would love to go, and I just love to see the different things. The Filipino homes, because, you know, I, I'm going to go back to visiting the Filipino home for the first time. I think you were actually with me and I made the mistake because I'm nosy. Everybody who knows me knows I'm nosy. So I was like, what's this little thing? Thought it was like a little toy slot machine. Um, I quickly found out that it was a rice measure. Rice dispenser. Dispenser. But it measures the rice, right? right? Like rice dispenser. So, like, soon as I pressed it and the sound comes, yeah, it, I was in trouble because they're like, oh, my mom's going to be mad. And why are you pressing that? I'm like, I've never seen this before. So, you know, for me growing up in Imperial Beach, total game changer, total game changer. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, t- two exits from the border, going to Mexico all the time. Like, so I'm just engulfed in Mexican culture right that i mean point blank right mexican inside my heart is mexican (laughs) so yeah 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 i love so that's my experience it was it was great for me i love that you said that there was a thing on 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 tiktok on the tiktok and she they're like how can we never see mexican moms on here talking about their struggling like you know and then we don't got time to complain and that's what someone said they're like (laughs) because you know someone said because we had it even worse in Mexico or where we came from and this is better and we're just trying to survive and we just do it. it. Like we don't complain about it. We just do it. And so I love that. That's going to be a video, a little snippet where you're like, Mexican moms are it. Like they don't make them like that anymore. You know, it's, 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 it's tough. But for me thinking about this question, night, we lived right not. we didn't live like right on the beach we lived so close to the beach we never went to the beach (laughs) that's and it's funny because here too same thing i live near the beach i do go to the beach now that i'm older and i'm like gotta do it while you can while it's here in your face type of deal but 
and I even lived in Imperial Beach. You lived like walking, even walking distance. Yep. Walking, I could walk to the beach and still never really like, mm, it's the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like people that live in the middle of America dream of seeing the ocean dream. And we're right there, but it's because we were like, I was born and raised there. It was, it was, it was, it was just there. And it, and we're trying also, I think now, at least for me, I'm just trying to survive. I don't got time sure. to be like, let's go to the beach. Like it was just get a basket of food and go and have to a that picnic. Beach. No, like it wasn't until we were older until, until the supernatural bear, when I would meet his friends one summer, we spent the entire summer at the beach. I got a whole pop-up tent for it. And I was just like, I was living by this this entire time and I couldn't, yes. this is so calming and this is so refreshing. And I, this is so like, you know, and I was like, wow, you never know because until you leave, until you leave, leave. until you're older, yeah. you have another perspective and you're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, it was a blessing to be born or raised where I was. That city traumatized me. I've talked about it in several episodes and I'm, now I'm making a new relationship with, with San Diego. Um, but Imperial Beach, Beach, you know, when I, I, my address wasn't Imperial Beach. My address was San Diego, South Bay, San Diego, um, you know, but when I think of Imperial Beach, I think of uh, Oasis that we talked about. Cause that's literally an Imperial nice Beach. Uh, I think about that park across the street, you know, going there, um, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Some parties, um, I also think this was the outskirts of Imperial Beach, maybe because right. like where your your Thea lived. Right. That's like the very beginning. But I still consider that Imperial Beach. I don't know if they did. Yeah, I don't know what the what the boundaries were. It's literally like I mean, is Imperial Beach when you get way down there? Oh, I think they call it South Bay. Yeah. So where we lived was South Bay. And then Imperial Beach was was more on the other side five of the miles. five, like more yeah. Coronado on that side. And then you get further down where, where Oasis was. From that on, that's Imperial Beach. That's crazy because that's not that far. No, no. You know how like, but, it'd be a, it could be a street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be across the For street sure. as Imperial Beach like that. So anyways, yeah. And I don't know how it is. I mean, we know how our neighborhood looks now, the old school. It looks like shit, but right. it wasn't that bad when we were there. But anyways, oh, at all. it's... It is what it is, and I hope that answers your question, Melissa. Good experience for me, all the way, 100%. So, one more thing before we wrap up this episode, Nye. I don't know if you know, I don't know where I'm at. It's been crazy months. Do you know, you don't really listen to the podcast, so you probably don't know. Here and there, they're here. My my commute's not that long, so that's when I try to get it in. I did a solo episode talking about why I took a break and what's up and coming, da-da-da-da-da. And the Supernatural Bear is leaving. Word to your mama podcast. He's retiring. Oh, Lord. He's retiring. Yeah. (sighs) It was a matter of time. You know, he started when he was, like, if you listen to the first episode, his voice is all, now it's all, hey, it's all deep. Oh, what a, and it's not what a treasure. And it's not because it's just it, it doesn't fulfill him. He's not into it. Now I, I told him it, it's just time, right? He's older, you know. I'm getting the side hugs, and 
A lot of oh. a lot of things have been happening. What the side hugs? He gives me good ones, but like in out indoors and out and about the side hugs, you know. And he's like navigating that oh. part right now where he's trying to get more independence. Oh. oh, please believe there's been a lot of tears this year because it's been like, oh, this stops now transition. and this transition, and I'm just like. He's like, no, no, but I'll stay. I go, no, 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 don't stay because I'm crying. I'm crying because it's a time and I I need to let this out. Like, you know, other parents have two, three kids. I just have you. So I got to let these feelings out, you know, it's okay to cry. So anyways, he's leaving and I just wanted more people to know because a lot of people listen to just relative episodes only. And so he's leaving. So his last episode is going to be Monday, October 16th, because that's his birthday. And so what we're going to do is we're going to have a special episode. He's going to be the special guest. Okay. I love it. And it's like the perfect send off, right? It is. So I'm asking you, Nye, as his Tia Naisha, but also those that are listening, and I'll put it on socials. What are some questions or comments for the supernatural oh, bear, because I want to, you know, if you, you know, send them to me, I'll read them. And I just want it to be a real good send off to the little man. And then I talked about it in the episode that I think I'm still going to leave the supernatural bear corner intro and just leave mm-hmm. it. Oh, cute. Cute, you cute. know, for sure. Like, a, like an homage, sure. because he started this off with me in 2020, September of mm-hmm. 2020. So this is three years. We're in September. So this is yeah. three years. Right on point. Right on yeah. point. Yeah, started in September and he's boning out right in his birthday. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, nah, yeah, really. So that you, I was listening to what you just said about how he's growing up and side hugs and all these different things because you know he's feeling different and he's like, oh, am I gonna be embarrassed? And you know, you know what totally, comes with that. Totally. It just, I swear, my life is just a full circle all the time. So this is just like a small thing. This morning, I'm back on my game. I'm back in the gym, you know, first time back in the gym for, for a while. So I'm getting together, putting my little pots in, looking at all the TVs, which one I want to connect to. <laughs> so I connect to, um, I saw, because I don't really watch TV, like local or no. these, these shows. So it was Drew Barrymore and Pink. Okay. And mm, I forget the guy's name. Anywho, he, you will know him. I'll get his name later. But they were, you know, I guess it was Drew Barrymore's show. So I'm kind of just reading it because I couldn't hear it. And they were talking about just that, like, oh, what, you know, Pink was asking Drew. Drew was asking Pink, like, oh, um, your kids, you guys have kids. How do they, how do they deal with you when it's like, okay, bye, you're going to school. Let me give you a kiss. And so Pink was saying that her son's like, like, you know, he doesn't want to do the kids. So they came up with their own thing. And so they're like, okay, see you later. <laughs> like, you know, they just do whatever they do instead of like kiss. So he won't be embarrassed. And then Drew Barrymore was like, she does um the forehead kiss. Like the kid leans in and then they kiss on the mm. forehead. Oh, I'm so, his his name is skipping my mind right now, but he's on the side and he's just like, well, ladies, like cute little gay guy. Oh, and he's talking all, about yeah, I, I can't remember his name. He, he's all, well, my mom used to do, I just wanted to incorporate this. Like, if my kids were younger, I would do this. And he was saying, well, my mom, because I got to that age and I was just like, mm. so she would get my hand and kiss my hand, hold, close it and say, 
here's a kiss and you can use it throughout the day whenever you need Aww, it. Oh, that's cute. I was like, that's super cute and like simple, but totally thought about him when they when um you just said that. I was like, hey, they're just talking about this today. So that's cute. It's really cute. Yeah. So they all growing up, but they, it, it's crazy because it comes back and then they're kind of more accepting. Yeah, totally. And I know it. And we had a discussion, but oh, no, let me tell He's going to kill me for saying this. But so we had the the sex talk, right? So I'm not going to go into details, right? But, right, right. you know, his father had it with him first. And was he all like? I don't, I don't know because I wasn't here because I was, I was oh, like, okay. have it while I'm gone. Oh, so he did it when he was yeah, gone. Yeah, I was like, have it while I'm gone, you know, because it's man, you know, man to man, yeah. da, 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 da. And then I'll have from the female perspective, right? And he was telling me it was cringe, even even with his, he's like, he's like, at least, you know, at least you guys didn't say, you know, like how most parents do. I go, how do you know how most parents go? He goes, you know, like on TV, it says, well, the your, your the mother and father, when two people really love each other. And I was like, nah. So yesterday. Um, I I went in the bed just to talk to him and I was like, can we talk? And I was like, this is the time he goes, oh my God. He was like so embarrassed. He was playing the covers. And I was like, I just want to know, do you have any questions? Like, you know, the this is the female, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, nah, I'm good. Like, I got it. Da, 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 da. I go, okay. I go, just to let you know, this is like an ongoing conversation. I, we just want you to right. feel that if there's any, I don't want you to get information off the internet and off your homies. Like, if you have questions, we got these books for you. You're going to have, act, they're yours now. You can look up whatever you want in your own time. I go, but, you know, I also want it to be an open line of communication. And he's like, okay. Da, da. And I saw how embarrassed he was. And I was like, oh, so you're embarrassed? I was like, okay, it's time. to. I go, I'm going to go now. And I'm all, sex, sex, sex. He was like, oh, my God. <laughs> no. Right? Nice. At least you say, no, 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 I'm going to do that. But nice. I was crying because then I, I had my phone and I was like, Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was, he was trying to dig a hole in his bed. Oh, like he was so embarrassed. Goodness. And I was just crying, laughing because it was no, so embarrassing. I was like, funny. oh, by the way, I go, let me find it on Spotify. And I started playing it <laughs> and I was dancing. He was mortified. Oh, that is too funny. And I was laughing. I came out laughing and I was telling him oh. about what happened. And I was like, I go core memory. He's always going to remember this. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, the struggle. I'm glad y'all got through that. But I mean, like you say, it's ongoing. And man, so did you like get into STDs and all that stuff? Like his the his, that? his father did. You know, I was. I want to see what his father covered, right? And then for me, for sure. it was to come from a, a woman's perspective, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. And so that's what we did. And it's like I said, these books are dope. They're graphic novels. And it covers everything from consent, gender, you know, what is non-binary, that's- how that can be fluid and how that can oh, change. Yeah. Like, I was, he was like mortified. I was like, you know what? I go, it's better you to be mortified. I go, because my mom didn't know any of that herself, let alone to have a conversation with me. We had to like, I go, and we didn't have internet and we didn't have phones. Like we were just literally figuring shit out on our own. And I was like, I don't want any old wives tales for, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, if you do this, you don't have to, nah, man, nah. Yeah. Not happening. That's good though. That's good. I'm glad y'all got through (laughs) it and continue to get through it. You know what I'm saying? At a certain age, you really don't have to talk about it no more, you know, boom. Right. 
But I thought it was He's hilarious. Wild. I was singing that song and dancing. And I was doing like some whack dances too, just to make it even <laughs> more mortifying. I was like, Shh. how was he the next day? Was he still That's like today. Like, That's today. <laughs> That's today. He had forgotten all about it. And then we were having lunch and I was like laughing. I go, they're like, what? I was like, remember last night? They were rolling. They're like, we're eating. And I was like, Oh, it don't matter. Uh, yeah. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what's the date? Like, do you want these questions? I, I'm ready. I want to ask like two or three. Questions. I need them. I need them by, let's see, today is the 29th. This will be coming out soon. For you, Nye, I need them. I need them by next week. Cool. Give them to I'm me. But yeah. So remember, I'm folks, good. peeps. We need those, you know, questions or comments of the Supernatural Bear because he's retiring. Okay, Supernatural. It's so cute. So just you and him are going to be on talking and you're going to ask him the yeah, questions. Yeah, he's going to be we... my special guest. So, like, I'm going to ask him, like, you know, his origin story and questions and comments and then ask him the final questions that I ask everybody. The, the, the not so, not so, the slow as hell. You know what I'm talking about. Right. Whatever the questions are the, called. The rapid fire. The rapid fire questions, the AKA slow as hell questions. <laughs> yes. That's me. Um, wait, what's that? Yeah, for yeah, sure. So I'll for ask sure. him that and his song and stuff like that. So you get to know him and where he's at now that he's, you know, 11, because that will be his birthday. So yeah. So let me know now. Do you remember when I guessed his birthday? I'm sorry? Do you remember when I guessed his birthday? Did you? Yeah. I was like, Hmm. And I was thinking to myself, okay, maybe I was like, Bertle's the sixth. So I'm going to the 16th. I was like the 16th. Boom. Oh yeah. I remember yeah. that now. Yeah, and he was crazy. late. He was late. And he came out that day. He, he was asking me, he's like the other day, he's like, was I, how, was I a day late or a couple of days late? Or like, I think it's a couple of days late. You <laughs> don't remember. No, I just remember. I, it was so traumatic. I remember right. that he was supposed to come out that weekend. That's why Aaron and, and her parents came down because he was supposed to come out that weekend. What was traumatic? <laughs> Wait, having the baby? Yeah. Everything. everything. Yeah. I mean, I kind of know like uh, how you're feeling, but I didn't know you felt like it was traumatic oh, yeah. or that it was traumatic. Oh, yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. Because you weren't there. No. You, you didn't come until after. Because I thought I thought I knew better and I did not know better. Ah, I didn't know it was traumatic though. I yeah. just, I'm like learning new shit. Yeah, it was traumatic because of the feelings and all the hormones and all that. No, the, the, the whole course, thing. Like I had no sleep. Like the the they were like, homegirl couldn't get the epidural, and then oh, all these things happening made it traumatic. Yeah, like okay, all the birth, the whole birth thing. Yeah, the whole what they had to horrible. do and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murder scene. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing. Okay, and yeah, okay. losing a lot of shit. Blood. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you should get a transfusion. Uh, the blood is pretty clean. No. <laughs> pretty clean? No, thanks. I'll die first. Yeah. <laughs> what? Pretty clean. Who says that? Oh, my gosh. Nobby. Nah, nah, um, I'm good. So, yeah. I'm good. All right, Rally. So, until next time. Until next time. And this has been real. I loved it. I love the questions. And I don't know. People aren't giving me questions. I'm going to have to start collecting questions yeah, collect for my people. Yeah, questions for your people. Tap in. Oops. <laughs> Tap in and give me some questions. I need to know. I need to ask. I need to answer. Yes. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, Relly. Sure. Love you. All right. Bye. Sayonara. Bye. 
And now, introducing the Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural Bear Burp! Greetings, gentlemen. <laughs> so, um, this is gonna be my final relatives. Uh, don't ask why. Um, uh, yeah, I'll say that. Coming soon. <laughs> so, I just wanna nerd out real quick. Um, so, I have a theory, okay? So, this theory is about the Darksaber. So, essentially, Previsla, okay? We have Previsla, and then a bunch of stuff happens. So, eventually, Darth Maul has the Darksaber, making him the ruler of Mandalore, okay? So, but then, Obi-Wan kills him in Star Wars Rebels. So, that makes Obi-Wan the rightful ruler... But then, Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker kills Obi-Wan, which makes Vader the rightful ruler. And if you really want to get, like, uh, if you, if you really want to get, uh, really deep, then you could say that, um, Luke Skywalker, since he defeated Vader, that he would be the rightful ruler of men. So yeah, that was just a um, random 11-year-old, 10, 10, 10, like, 3-quarter, 3 10, 3-quarter-year-old child, basically 11-year-old child, nerding him about, about a fictional universe for, what, like, two minutes straight. All right, bye. Blue, show me down. There you have it, folks. Episode 142, Relatives 27. The final relatives with an actual new supernatural bear corner. I'm not crying. I'm not tearing up. I will be tearing up at the last episode, for sure. Make sure to turn in, send in your questions and comments regarding the supernatural bear and his departure, his retirement, well-deserved, well-deserved. You know, he's preteen now. He's got things to do. Well-deserved. He's leaving on a high note. So we have this Supernatural Bear Corner, and then next week, and then after that will be his final episode. So get your questions and comments in, folks. Yeah, it's still crazy. Like, today has been a week, maybe. A week and a couple of days. I'm finally back on West Coast time. It was a doozy. It was a doozy. And I think all of us were feeling, especially Sandy and Gigi, because we were in Medellin together for the week. And then, no, like, hard laying sleep, boom, red eye to New York, no sleep for the week. Then we do our thing, and then we bone out. So I think we're all... It kind of took us a while. Then my body was like, yo, <laughs> the come down, the decompression, uh, you know, all that stuff. So anyways, it's been crazy. But just to think, like prepare to be sick of me. Like that's the real deal because it feels like a dream. It feels like it didn't happen, but it did happen. And just when I write about it or I say it or like the United Nations. It's still crazy. Anyways, thank you so much for supporting this. You know all the ways you can support if you've been a long-time listener. You can, you know, t 
Tell your folks, tell your peeps, tell your friends. That's free. Leave a leave us a review for sure. That helps us get noticed. Also, if you want to go to our online store and buy yourself a trinket or two, that's always welcome. And then you can also become a patron through Patreon. You heard the promo during the episode. Also, you can buy us a whiskey via via a coffee. And, uh, yeah, all the different ways. So we appreciate it and know that we are excited for the rest of the year episodes that we have that we have pre-recorded and that we're going to be dropping because there's some quality, quality peeps doing some amazing things and all the different the different sectors uh, and the different industries. So make sure to tune in. And, you know, if you got any questions or comments for me, let me know. If you have any suggestions like, oh, you need to have a convo, let me know. You know, it's just an email, a DM away. All right. As always, we reap. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritz P. Intro Beat, produced by Nico Beats. If you want to know more, I want to email us. You want to get the media kit, go head over to wordtoyourmama.com. Word to Your Mama is now part of the Latina Podcasters Network. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RitzBarrowWinkle.com. Make sure to follow Word to Your Mama on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you stream your podcast, or download the Latina Podcasters Network app. <laughs>